Welcome to Backyard Boards and Beer, a rink building podcast. We are in no means authorities on rink building, but the three of us have a ton of experience with our completely different rink setups. Consider us your outdoor rink therapists, so grab a beer and let's get into it. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. It's yeah, buddy. been It's been a week. It's been a week. We've been gone for a week. The snowstorm kept us away. Anthony, sadly... Is not with us tonight. He's on a dark retreat. He read what Aaron Rodgers did, and he said, I, I need to refocus. I thought it was the vision quest he was doing, the ayahuasca this week. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't I don't remember. I heard a cruise. Is that? That uh, doesn't sound right. That no. doesn't sound like Anthony. It could no, have why, been, why, why would you take a tropical cruise when you can just freeze to death in your backyard on, yeah. a, on a frozen piece of ice? A man as dedicated to his backyard rink as he is would never leave for a Caribbean it, cruise. Could it be a dark Hiawathan cruise on his backyard drink? That sounds likely. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah. Okay. Fun. Uh-huh. So he will be back at some point. We're not sure when his dark voyage. Vision quest. Vision quest cruise will be over. But we have Mike. Mike is stepping in to take. Hey, guys. Uh, much apologies for uh, lowering the, the standard of guests on the show by at least 40 points. Well, just got to flat, flatten out that curve. All right. Well, you know, it's, it was bound to happen. Bound to happen. Let's see how this works. Yeah. Rock and roll. We All got right. someone on the line too, yeah? We do have someone on the line. And uh, I was told we need to work on our intros. We Uh-oh. need to explain why people are on the podcast because I guess a lot of people don't understand why we have these guests on. So, Brian, why don't you explain why you're on the podcast? <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, I, I think I'm on the podcast. Because I have a history of just my stunning good looks yep. and my marginal hockey ability that had uh, brought me into uh, into Eric's life. You did. You you knocked two of the three points off. But we have Brian <laughs> Domer Ceramet on the podcast. He is a two-time not Grammy winner, but pond hockey champion, who has also played in the U.S. championships in Minnesota. So you have played in two championships in two states. Is that correct? I have. That is correct. Did you guys? I don't win think the there's ch- any more that I've that I've uh, gotten the, the pleasure to play in. <laughs> That's pretty solid. What's what's that like? Well, walk us through uh, what it's like playing in some of those uh, high stake games. Yeah. So I think the really interesting part for me is that you know you you think these these big events are both put on by USA Hockey, that they, they'd be pretty similar, but they're actually like quite different. Um, it, it definitely seems like the Eagle River one is, is a lot more organized than like the Minnesota one is, but either way, like it's, it's just, they're, they're both always a great time. I mean, lots of, lots of beers, lots of hockey, lots of times. And you start skating, you're like, Oh my gosh, am I going to make it to the game without puking? Uh, but, but all, all of that is, is just surrounded by, it's just a, a good weekend to, to really just, just, just play, play a few beers, play, play some hockey and, uh, and see where it takes you. So you've, you've played in Eagle river with us on our team yep. with Magners, with founders, right? And then yeah. when you played in the Minnesota one, who did you play with on that team? Yeah. So, uh, I actually played for, it was just a neighborhood team. So uh, one of my neighbors, who's a lot more organized than, than I, uh, put a team together. So we were the, the Terra Vista, which is our, our neighborhood name, Tropics, 
to wear the traps, like uh, like semi pro. So we had the uh, the, the tropics jerseys, orange <laughs> headbands, orange sweatpants. So much like the, the jerseys we would put up together in Eagle River, uh, the, the tropics was was always a, a big hit around the uh, the, the Minnesota Lakes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so what's the ice condition like when you play? Uh, you know, I mean, we're all kind of thinking yeah. Mystic River, right? But that's no, not Mystic <laughs> no, River. No, 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 Mystery Alaska. Mystery Alaska. Sorry, got yeah. my got my. Those Sean are completely Penn different. Yeah? Completely different movies. Yeah. And Sean Penn's only in yeah. one of those. Uh, Julia Roberts <laughs> play hockey in that movie, or <laughs> yeah? I mean, where where are those hockey uh, or those ice conditions up there? Yeah. So it's it, it's so funny, and, and I mean, honestly, it's it's a lot like. You know, the, the many times we play Nino River, sometimes you get blessed with really good weather weekends, and other times you get blessed with, with, with not so great ones. So I remember the first year we played, it was like 40 degrees, and to the point where like they were thinking about like canceling the games, or, or there were teams that were playing without skates, just on tennis shoes and, and things like that. Um, so obviously, when something like that happens, you know, it's not the best experience for anybody, but, uh, but, you know, other than that, you know, it, 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 it's pretty similar, you know, huge lake, um, usually around, uh, like 25 rinks at a time. And I think like, unlike the, the Eagle river, which is very much like rank one, rank two, rank three, you, you got a lot of like the sponsorships around here. So you'd be playing at the Coles rank or you'd be playing at the, um, you know, the, the Dick Sporting Good rink and and things like that. So you know, it's it's a lot less convenient than one, two, and three because you're like, holy <laughs> crap! I get out there. Where the hell am I supposed to go? Um, and, and things like that. I mean, you re- you remember our first year up there where we were in? Oh yeah, we were in Silver Twenty One. We were second division to the top. Studs, studs, just well, absolute studs. <laughs> we wanted to get in. And there were no openings, and they said, "Well, you can play gold, the top division." And we're like, "Well, we just want to play, so we'll take whatever." So like three days before they called and said, "All right, we're going to move you down one division. You'll play silver." I'm like, "All right, well that's better." Like we we got up there, we got out there like 20 minutes before our first game. The only teams on the ice was just us skating around. So goddamn cold. And we were so excited, and you know, we learned a lot there about maybe tempering some of that excitement. But I still remember that first game, and we're we're sitting there. After we've warmed up for 20 minutes, the other team finally shows up, and there's this one guy in a Shattuck St. Mary's jersey <laughs> and sweatpants. And I was, and I think we were all like, "Uh oh, like what? What did we sign ourselves uh, up for?" Uh, and the game, I remember playing out pretty much just like that. But uh, it's one of those things where pond hockey is just—it's just so different than like regular hockey, both from like a, a structure standpoint from a conditions standpoint and we learned very quickly on what you're not supposed to do uh and i think that that first year kind of set us up for a lot of success from from that standpoint yeah i think that the pond conditions really is the great equalizer you know oh yeah it's no getting around that choppy ice especially when you're playing on the lake and there's you know ruts that you could basically crawl into and hide (laughs) (laughs) what's the competition like i mean obviously people want to win right this isn't just for burning calories but i mean do they get in some cheap shots are they competitive do they do they really try to go for the win yeah i think it depends on who you're playing against i think there definitely are some teams that 
are literally there to just get away. And the hockey is very much the, the sideshow of, of the weekend. Um, and, and sometimes though, like you, you get teams that, you know, their expectations are that they're going to win. And they tend to be the younger of the people that, that you end up playing against. And so I think some of those games, like I, I remember like we've had some chippy games, guys being thrown into the snow banks, um, things like that. And, uh, but, but that, that's really kind of the hard part about the, these tournaments is, you know, it's, there's no, there are some criteria for fitting teams into divisions, but it's, it's fairly broad. And so you, you get a pretty wide range. And so like there, there are games when they're, they're really tight and there are games that you're up, you're winning like 30 to nothing. So that, that, that kind of is, uh, I think the, the tough part for some of these teams that, that like just sign up based on the kind of rough criteria of the divisions and uh, sometimes they, they find out very quickly that they're a little bit over their head. Well, we, I mean, why don't you explain the, the year that we ended up playing against Jimmy's team? And we had no <laughs> idea what they had said behind the scenes to the referees. Yeah, so we get up there, and we're playing, you know, it's two local teams from the Milwaukee area. I go up to Eagle River, we're playing on two separate teams for pond hockey. We go over to the local refs, and we're like, hey, Listen, we play together in Milwaukee, so let the boys play, would you? <laughs> but we didn't let the other team know. And up there, you know, there's no boards, so everything is, you know, the boards are basically snow piles of snow, and we're just throwing guys into snow and open ice checks. And we had no idea. No idea. And up there, you know, if you do something that would be considered a penalty, it's typically it's a goal. You you know, you're giving the other team a goal, and there's nothing being called, and guys are just getting thrown everywhere. So yeah, it was a good time. So Domer, Domer, we got to, all right, all right, let me, let me take a step back before I get yelled at. Let's explain your nickname because you're Domer, right? Yep. So you, so, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, I think easy answer is I, I did attend University of Notre Dame and some would say I'm quite proud of that. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it is also probably about, I don't know, somewhere between like 40 to 50% of my wardrobe has some sort of Notre Dame thing on there. So uh, it, it's not the most subtle thing uh, of the uh, of the world. And ultimately, like, you know, when you, uh, and especially for me, like, like I, I met Eric and and the crew. I had, I had moved to Milwaukee um, out you know, after college and I like, stumbled into like an ex coworker was on the team, Jeremiah, and then he moved away and I kind of took his spot. And for me, like I just wanted to play and it's like to, to get on to a team that was, you know, consistent to, to you know, that I knew I was going to have the opportunity to play once, once, twice a week. And so uh, at that point in time, you're like, you're just trying to, to, to find a way to fit in and, uh, the Domer, the Domer nickname stuck, and uh, it, it followed me uh, through pond, and it, and it followed <laughs> me through uh, through just normal social activities with the crew. So I, I think I think the next question then is this: If you don't want to answer it, that's fine because there could be some bad blood with this. <laughs> but out of you and your brothers, because you know you're you're triplets, yeah. are you yep. the, are you the best pond hockey player out of the three? I would say. 
I am probably the best pond hockey player. I am definitely not the best hockey hockey player. Oh, who's the best hockey um, player? Oh, my brother Greg is the best hockey player. And he's always, you know, and we've got, I'm sure we'll get some Greg stories because he, he is a, a great part of our pond hockey journey. Um, but Greg's, you know, solid defenseman. I was always uh, trying to be like a speed player. And um, that, that his game definitely ages a lot better than my game has. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, if it wasn't apparent then, it is certainly apparent now. All right. So would you would you ever come back and play again, Domer? Would you ever come back to Eagle River and play another game? I, I would. Um, it would have to be, you know, the timing would have to, to work out well. But but I definitely would. I, I mean, for me, there's just so many great memories, and I think it you know expands from you know the, the first time I you know the first time we went up there, I was like a last minute replacement. Um, and again, like I'm a relatively quiet individual, but uh, nothing allows you to open up a little bit more than being in a crammed cabin for a weekend. <laughs> um, so I think that that serves a lot of good purposes. It, you know, it allowed me to open up a little bit, um, allowed the guys to open up a little bit more. And, you know, I think it helps me kind of find, find my fit within that team, um, which then obviously when we went back and we're playing – you know, just traditional hockey. Like it just, it was a more, more natural fit. So, um, that, that was definitely like, you know, awesome from, from my perspective. And then, I mean, I still think like for me, I mean, winning championships is awesome. My best memory at Eagle river was when we happened to get paired against a team that had my two triplet brothers, <laughs> a, a couple of my friends from college and a couple of my kids or friends from work. And, uh, we happened to get paired together. And to this day, I still like, I, I, I give a lot of crap about that game. Well, we ended up winning the game. I think we only won, we won like two or something. And, and at this point I, I've overly exaggerated, but that we just slaughtered them. Um, but it's, uh, it's something that I still have bragging rights about my brother, Greg, who was on our team at Eagle River and then got cut? Um, <laughs> he he still gives me a lot of a lot of crap about you guys just pack it in. You guys play so cheap, but I but I'm just like, hey, it, it's called structure and it's called championship hockey, and you got to deal with it. So uh, it's definitely something that I uh, definitely keep up with uh, from a bragging rights perspective, uh, and it's uh, it, it's something that I co- I constantly remind them about. Well, you you know that before that game that night, your your brothers and that whole team was in the they were in the same complex we were, and we invited them yep. over that night. And our plan was to get them so drunk they couldn't play. That didn't happen. We got ourselves so drunk. <laughs> yeah, we we, uh, we we lost that battle. That was was that the shot for shot night with Jeff, where he wanted to battle uh-huh. everybody on in a race outside. I, it, probably, probably there were a lot of things that happened. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of a bigger question too. Is, is it, is it the hockey or is it the shenanigans around the tournament? I like, think it's shenanigans around shenanigans. the tournament. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's what, that's, I mean, you, of, of course you have memories on the ice, but it's the off ice stuff that really sticks with you for a long time. Like yeah. we, I think we built, we built our first team on when I, I saw the article in USA hockey magazine. 
and I was up in Eagle River that summer. This was after year two. So we went to the Chanticleer, and I reserved a cabin that day. And I went home, and I called Tom Capish up, and I said, hey, let's put a team together. I said, it's not about winning. It's about who do you want to spend five days with in a room the size of your bedroom? Yeah. yeah. I mean, right, don't worry. You ended up sleeping in the kitchen under a table. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, it's like you, at that point in time, like you, just, you just wanted a spot, right? <laughs> so spot literally to sleep and literally on the team. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely – it's just a cool, cool experience. And like the hockey is what it is. And I think we were spoiled, obviously, to have um, some pretty good success from that standpoint. But yeah, it's it's really just like the weekend and, and the group of guys and uh, the, the memories that, that really live on. All right. Hey, we're, we're running long on time here, Domer. So we're going to okay. hit you up with five questions to end the okay. evening. Are you ready? Yep. I'm ready. All right. Uh, what is your hockey number and why? Well, my hockey number is 84. And so the first time I really got to choose a number was my first like travel hockey team. I was like nine years old and all I wanted to be was number 66. I'm a big Penguin <laughs> fan. Love Mario. Just wanted to be 66. Well, the, the way that it worked for, for that team is you didn't really like own the jerseys. You really just kind of like rented them. So by the time it got to me, like all the, all the crappy or all the good numbers were gone. So, um, I pretty much was left with like, let's, let's just get like the highest quality Jersey, like the <laughs> least beat up Jersey. Uh, and that happened to be 84. And so it kind of just stuck in, I mean, it's a, you, it's, it's a unique hockey number. So, um, from that standpoint, it, it just kind of stuck and, uh, that's, that's how I landed it. It's definitely a unique number. All right. Yeah. All right. Describe the Pond Hockey Championships in three words. Yeah. So uh, this is, I, 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 I could think of a lot of words, um, but I think you have to start with beer. I mean, I don't think you could <laughs> talk through that weekend without, uh, without the alcohol component. And, and when I say beer, I mean it, you know, we, we got to include our friends at Magners as well. But I mean, we were so lucky have you know jewelry as a as a partner setting us up with not only a ton of swag a ton of booze and um th- that always was uh set up for a good good weekend um the second one that i would say is sunday whenever we would get up there me quarter barrel tom williams all we would talk about is let's get to sunday <laughs> So filling out brackets, trying to guess who's going in, but the goal is like, let's get to Sunday. Cause you get to Sunday, there's four teams left. You go to that dressing tent and it's like empty. And it's like a good feeling. Like I, I made it this, this far. And then the third, I would say it's just brotherhood. I mean, as corny as it sounds, like I, I just don't think it would have ever been possible for me to be, as close to, you know, all of those guys without going to Eagle river and spending those like, especially first five days. It's, it's just, you know, it's a different level of, you know, you're, you're just so packed in of familiarity for better or for worse. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that really sets you up for a lot of like a uh, long-term cool uh, relationships. You're right. You're right. 
right. Uh, what is your number one tip for a new pond hockey team? Okay, so I kind of cheat on this because I think I have two. One's hockey-related <laughs> and one's not. All right, so hockey-related, it's read the rules because <laughs> the worst thing that can happen to you in pond hockey is you win all your games and you don't make the playoffs. Oh, and that is. happened to us. Yeah. And it basically became very clear that, like, hey, you're playing a bad team. Like, you need to run it up, which obviously stinks for the team that you're playing against. But, like I said, going 3-0 and packing your bags and going home uh, is, a, is a tough pill to swallow. My second one, and this is specifically for Eagle River, is – Travel with a designated driver because getting a <laughs> shuttle or a cab in Eagle River just a brutal experience. So uh, if you if you happen to have somebody who uh, is with you that can uh, basically cart the whole crew home, uh, you're you're the big winner. I mean, Jimmy's Jimmy's team is good with that. Yeah, we always bring yeah. the minivan up. We got at least one guy so yeah. But we had we had that year that we we had the the taxis and that taxi left us there. At the bar, and we had to call the Chanticleer. The guy who owned it had to get his pickup truck and come and come grab yeah. us. And then, and then the next year, we realized that the cab was operating without a license, and they shut her down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And there's no Uber in Eagle River, Wisconsin. For anyone nope. that's wondering. <laughs> All right, don't worry. When you when you walk out on Thursday, you know you walk out onto the ice for the first time, and you see all those rings. Yeah. What is that? What is that feeling? I think what comes to mind for me is just like. It's just peaceful. Um, you know, it's just a feeling that like nothing else in the world matters at this moment. So any pent up aggression, pent up feelings that you're holding back, like it just, it doesn't matter. It's just like you, you and the ice, um, just like the, the breath of that first, like cold, crisp air. Like it's just, it really kind of like sets you at peace and you just know you're, you're kind of set up for a fun, uh, fun weekend. Very nice. Uh, lastly, if heaven exists, when you get up there, God standing by that perfect sheet of ice, what's he going to say to you? Yeah. He's going to come up to me. He's going to tap on my shoulder, whisper in my ear and say, tape to tape. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Domer, thank you for being <laughs> That was Great answer. That's a great answer. That's, <laughs> we're we're going to go out on that. There's no way to top that. Thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, uh, I appreciate uh, reminiscing about all the fun memories. Yeah, yeah. When, when, you know when it's time to put that uh, team together for next year, we'll invite you on the air. There you go. Because then you can't say no. <laughs> I can. I'm not saying I won't. Does that mean I'm getting a commitment for you for Eagle River next year? Eric? Are you talking to Domer or to no, myself? No, no, it's Eric. Is Eric making uh, his way to Eagle River next year, putting you on the spot? Yeah, let's put right? can, can, can we edit? Can we edit? It's next year, the year. Can we edit? No, no, this is this is legally binding. Yeah. Damn it. Damn legally it. Legally binding. Uh, well, hey, it, now it's time. <laughs> <laughs> My beard might have been caught in the microphone, but I think it's time to go. <laughs> All right, Domer. We'll catch you later, buddy. Thanks for coming on the All show right. today. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, All right. Man. All right, guys. Hey, let's wrap this one up. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Thanks, All man. right. All right. I'm Eric. Jim. And Mike. See you guys. <laughs>